Returning to work after maternity leave is a highly stressful time for many mums. Many of the mums I speak with are despondent, having spent months getting into a routine and rhythm with the little one, only for the world to be turned upside down. In this episode, I speak with Millie Maloon, a mother of two, who is frustrated with the lack of resources available to her when looking to return to her career. She decided to write a book to help smooth the path for other mums. Millie has some great tips that you won't want to miss. I'm infant massage instructor Helen Thompson. Hello and welcome to First Time Mums Chat. Being a parent for the first time is challenging and changes your life in every way imaginable. To help ease your transition into parenthood, I aim to offer supportive, holistic approaches and insights for mums of babies aged four weeks to 10 months old. My goal is to assist you to become the most confident, parent you can and smooth out the bumps along the way. This podcast is brought to you by My Baby Massage, so let's do this together. This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please contact a medical practitioner if you are concerned or have any medical issues. So hi Millie and I'm really excited to have you here on First Time Mums Chat. So when I when I first read your book or saw your book on Amazon I was intrigued because it's called but by the name of it because it's called Merging Parenthood and Work a new mum's guide to returning from to maternity leave. I just when I first saw it I thought wow this is just so good for my my audience and my first time mums. So can you tell tell us tell me a sort of what inspired you to write the book and tell 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 me a little bit about yourself? Oh, thank you so much for having me, Helen. Um, it's a pleasure being here. And um, just so the listeners know, um, I'm called Millie Malum, actually Millicent and Millie for short, Malum. Um, I'm based in the UK and I work as an IT management consultant. And um, the inspiration for the book is when I was pregnant for my first child. Um, and I was experiencing um, a lot of issues around my health, which was exactly, I was going through um, challenges with hyperemesis gravidarium, which I've covered some of that in the book, and also just trying to understand what I needed to do to make sure the process was um, seamless for me, what I needed to do to plan for maternity leave, and then I knew that I wanted to return back to work, but also what did I even need to know to make sure I put everything in place for me to be able to return back to work. And while I was searching on the internet and the internet, there was very limited resources around um, returning to work for first-time moms. Um, you will have a lot of content on the internet about parenting, but um, when it comes to um, returning to work as a first-time mom, there was very limited resources out there. So I started by journaling my experience, journaling what I was learning, writing it down, sharing it to people that I knew that that information would be beneficial to them. And also there was no one place where you can get seamless information from start to finish, planning for a baby, managing expectations and work, planning maternity leave, you know, planning your return to work, what you need to do while you return from work. So information are very bitty everywhere. So I thought like if I put everything together, people already enjoy the content I was creating mm-hmm. and sharing. And putting everything I was sharing and more um, into a book to be able to bless new moms or first-time moms and give them the information that I wish I had when mm-hmm. I was going through the process. 
So that's my inspiration behind writing the book. Well, I think that's a great idea because it's, you know, as a first-time mom, that's, it's, it's really daunting for a first-time mom to think, gosh, help, I've had this lovely baby, you know, I've got to go back to work and help, what do I do? So I think you've done a, you've done a great job there. And I've, I've actually read a little bit, well, I haven't read all of it, but I have read the first sort of three chapters of it that I picked up on, you know, on Amazon. And I, and I thought it was amazing. And I, I think, I think you've done a great job there. And you, I noticed that you have different sort of chapters for different topics of how to return to work. Like you've got, I think you split it up into, is it five, five chapters you split it up into? Five chapters. Yeah. So five what, chapters. what are those five chapters? I'm just pick. Yeah. What are those five chapters? Um, so for, for me, the beginning is, um, Chapter one, planning for a family. Uh Um, For some people, this is uh, something that they have to think about. They have to put a thought process into it. And um, planning for a family just covers the different things. Planning for a baby covers the different things that you should be aware of in the country that you live in. So say, for example, if you are in the UK, what are the government regulations in the UK um, regarding, say, pregnant women in the workplace, you know, understanding what the law is so that you can feel safe also understanding what you need to ask your employer to provide so that you feel um, that your health and safety needs are being met at work. Um, say if you're in the US or in Australia or in New Zealand, what are the government regulations in those different countries that you need to be aware of when planning to start a family? And, and that's what chapter one covers. And we'll move to chapter two, which is um, talking about, okay, now that I'm, I found that I'm pregnant, what do I need to do? You know, how do I have these conversations with my employer? Um, that I'm expecting. Sometimes it it sounds so obvious, but it can be very uncomfortable to yeah. start these conversations at work. Most of the times, we feel like we might be judged. We feel like um, it might not be receptive. In, in most situations, most managers are receptive. So yes. chapter two just covers how do you have those conversations? Be mindful that you don't want to get into office um, politics and noise, you know, building trusted relationships while you go through that transition mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by making sure you bring your team on board with the changes you're expecting. Say, if you start having complications, like in my case, what do you need to do? How do you tell your manager? How do you bring your team on board? How do you say that these are my limitations? That's what chapter two covers. And then, um, Planning for maternity leave is a bit again on chapter two, where um, now that you need to go on maternity leave, what do I need to do? Do I need to um, wrap up on my work? Do I need to create a transition plan? You know, do I need to get a replacement? I work with my manager to get a replacement for my role. Um, and just different things like that, that although it sounds so obvious, for a first time mom, it's not obvious. It's just overwhelming. Yes, so I can imagine that. Yeah. That in the book. And um, going on maternity leave, just planning your maternity leave, writing down you know, some of the things that you hope to achieve, but of course, also making sure you carve out time to enjoy this new addition in your life, being very intentional about how your maternity leave will be like, um, giving yourself grace as well. Um, I covered that as well in chapter two. And chapter three is on maternity leave, which is now I'm on maternity leave, um, what do I need to do to make sure that my return to work is, you know, easier? I covered like childcare options on there, the different childhood options that we have in the UK, how you can look for the one that works for you, your lifestyle, and for the different personal um, things that you want for your family and for your new baby. Um, I also cover um, financial implications on there, something that is hardly spoken about, especially in the UK. Nobody really talks about the finances involved in raising children. 
So I, I touched upon that. I'm budgeting and making sure that you know where you stand with your finances because this helps drive how you plan your return to work. It drives conversations around yeah. the kind of childcare you choose. It also drives conversation about if you're planning to go into a different role, you know, you have to look at how much you're making. You need to make sure that if you have to carve out childcare, going back to work is all worth it. So I cover all of that as well on when you're on maternity leave. And if you want to return back to work, how to improve yourself, take on training courses while you're on leave as well, build network, you know, network with your team, make use of your keep in touch days um, that you have just so that you don't feel disconnected with work when it's time for you to go back. So some of that as well is covered in the book without giving too much away. And no, I don't want any. then talks about gratitude, how um, practicing gratitude can be it, it's really helpful for a first-time mom. It helps you channel um, your negative emotions in a positive light and just help you give you a space to reflect, to be thankful and to be grateful. And, and in all of these as well, I also have um, templates and checklists to help you um, and guide you about what you need to do every step of the way in this five-step process. That sounds amazing because uh, I've, I mean, I know from my, the, the, I was going to mention you were talking about the childcare stuff and being prepared with that because I guess if you're prepared with the childcare before you go back to work and if you sort of, when you know you're pregnant and if you plan all that, it just, I would have thought that it makes the whole process a lot easier for mums because a lot of them, I don't, I'm making an assumption here, but a lot of them get married, you know, have, have their baby and they, they, they're cuddling the baby and they're great. And then suddenly they think I've got to go back to work and help. What do I do? Where's the childcare? Do I want a nanny? Do I want this or, and how much is it going to cost? And I guess that makes it even more stressful for them. So if they, if they read, was it chapter three, you said that covered that account? Is that what you yes. chapters? Yeah. So that's yeah, sort of three. quite good because it gives them, those tips to do that because I know from a childcare background because I come from a childcare background and I know how stressful it is for mums who come in um, to childcare and they're not organised and they're just really worked up and worried and thinking oh god help what am I going to do and from what you're saying those tips are great so no I think that that sounds really good you've done yeah yeah so. And, and especially into this world, there are so many different moving paths to so many different things. Yeah. We all have different lifestyles that we, um, we want or we appreciate. So if you have to return back to work, it's important to understand that there's going to be some cost implications here when it comes to childcare. So it's a choice again. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to return to work and you have to kill your baby somewhere, um, you have to kind of like prepare yourself that there's going to be a cost implication with that. Yes, of course. Again, You've got to plan for that. So it's, it's good to plan for that. It's good to factor that into your budget. One of the things I cover a lot in the book as well is budgeting for moms and for families, which is something that is often ignored. Um, and, and when the baby comes in, that's an additional cost. So it's good to look at that and understand where are my finances because it also drives conversations on career growth and career paths as well. Sometimes you might have to change your career path because um, the, the, the money is not adding up and now you have another amount to feed. And, and just different mm-hmm. things like that. So just having clarity about what this extra cost um, will look like is helpful with driving some of these decisions that you make down the road. Now, that's a very interesting point you say about your career because a lot of mums get stuck after they've had kids. They get stuck because they, 
it's how do I put this? It's sort of a tradition that mum should be staying in a home and looking after the kids and their career as a woman is not, they don't have the opportunity to advance it because they're expected to stay at home and look after the kids. And I think what you're, you know, it's good that you can plan that and say, no, well, wait a moment, just because I'm a mum doesn't mean that I can't have, have the career that I want. And I think that's, that's another important point as well. I don't exactly. know what your thoughts are on that. No, exactly. Um, and that's why we have choices. And um, if you're chosen as a mom, like in my case, to return back to work, and if career as well is important to you, knowing how to bring the two together, like the title mm-hmm. of my book, Merging Parenthood and Working is Important, yeah. understanding um, how to draw boundaries. And in the book, again, I cover um, certain expectations at work and also at home, you know, having healthy boundaries um, in both places to make sure that it is both working for you. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it can be in a role that it's not working for you, but it doesn't mean you're stuck in the dead end. You know, there are always way, there's always a way out. Um, there are always options. And it's just something that I like talking to moms about. Yeah. Exploring and digging deep into the skill sets that you have and digging deep just into your inner mind and inner self to look at what you can offer to the world. Sometimes we feel stuck because we don't value the skill sets that we have or we don't even know how much potential we have. So it's easy to feel stuck in a dead-end job, um, lower-paid lower job as well, and um, just grind our heads on different things, especially childcare costs, which means that we can't even move ahead if we don't have somewhere to keep our children. Yeah, because yeah. to go to work, you need to have somewhere to keep your children reliable, a reliable place to keep your children. And you also need to be able to have the finances to pay for this reliable childcare that you need. So if the money is not adding up, then it's time to, you know, wake up and say, you know, I need a different career path. I need something that will give me the income I need to keep my child in daycare, to keep my child with a nanny so that I can go to work in say seven, eight hours in a day and come back to my baby. So instead of being able to have these conversations with yourself and also seeking for help, a lot of moms, sometimes we don't ask for help. Yes. Asking for help is a sign of strength. And it's something I've covered in the book as well. Um, being able to voice out, you know, your limitations, it's very important to have a thriving career. Um, setting expectations at work is important to enable you thrive and to enable you succeed. So it's saying, if I, had, if I used to be in the office today at, before at 7 a.m., now going forward with a new baby, I can only be in the office at 9 a.m. because I need to drop my little one at a certain daycare, you know, and I need to be in the office. If I used to take meetings at 6, 7 p.m., now that is not possible because I need to go back and pick up this baby from daycare at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. So within this hour that I'm here, to 9 to 5 or 9 to 6, you know, this is what I can deliver. And you have to manage that expectations upward. And once you do that, you see that you start setting boundaries that are working for you as a mom and boundaries that are working for your family. Yes. So once you're at home with your baby, you are at home. You're not touching your work phone. You're not touching your laptop. If you have three hours to spend with your baby in the evening, those three hours are committed to family time. If you have two, three hours in the morning before dropping your baby up, or to bond with your baby, to prepare them for school, to do the breakfast and all the mommy duties, you know that you are committed in that time, you know, to be present yes, for yes. your baby. So it's just really understanding this. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm talking about this now in my lessons that, lessons that I've learned as I've gone through this process. And I'm just yeah. helping other moms as well saying, you know, for you to succeed, you need to understand these different things. And I've covered a lot of it as well in the book. Um, 
as I mentioned, I, I, I went through a very hectic pregnancy and, and I had to push myself out of my comfort zone to have yeah. these conversations. Yeah, no, I think, I think that's good. And you mentioned the bonding stuff, bonding as well. And I think as a mom going back to work and as a family, it's so important to bond and communicate with your children because so many parents don't do that and they go to work and they're just there nine till seven or they work really hard, which is great. I'm not, I'm not disowning parents that work really hard, but I think it's important to have those values because it's important for your, for your child growing up to know that they know what the work ethic is, but they also know the value of family and you mentioned bonding and of course because of a baby massage can't you know because I come from a baby massage background as well as childcare, I'm I know I know all about the bonding and how important it is to bond with your child. So yeah, no, so thank you. That's that's given us some good tips to go with. So, <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. Um, one thing I'm gonna ask you is if you were to have give give a first time mom a magical tip. A really fantastic magical tip as a first time mom going back to work. What would it be? Give yourself grace. I like that. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> one day at a time. Have a plan. Go with a plan, but give yourself grace. Is there any? If somebody wants to get you buy your book or find out more about you as a person or find out how they can get hold of your book, where can they do that? Uh, my book is currently live on Amazon, both as an e-book e or as a hot copy. So you can go to Amazon and you just um, put in Merging Parenthood and Work and it will come up. You'll see my name, Millie Maloche. Um, you can find us as well on Facebook as Emerging Parenthood and Work, on Instagram as well as Merging Parenthood and Work. And we also run a Facebook group called Merging Parenthood and Work if you're interested as well in being part of these um, good conversations that we just had. Thank you so much, Millie. I really enjoyed having you on this podcast and it's been great. I hope you find this interview with Millie helpful. If you're ready on or planning your maternity leave, then you won't want to miss what Millie had to say. I've included links in the show notes to Millie's website where you can purchase her book as well as her Facebook and Instagram details. You can access the show notes at mybabymassage.net forward slash podcast forward slash zero one eight and thank you so much for listening